0: Hi there. Welcome to the Health Analytic Insights Podcast. This podcast is all about creating a community of like-minded individuals who are passionate about the field of health informatics. I hope to share information and advice in topics such as health analytics, digital health, biomedical engineering, and data visualization in healthcare. And in exchange, I would love to hear from you, dear listener, about your experience and interest in this field you can drop me a line at healthanalyticinsights at gmail.com. And this email, along with any references discussed during this podcast will be listed in the show notes below. If this resonates with you, don't forget to follow and subscribe to this podcast, as I'll be releasing new episodes bi-weekly. Welcome everyone to the latest episode of the Health Analytic Insights podcast. On this episode, I wanted to go over the answers of some of the most frequently asked questions that I get across the different platforms like YouTube, Instagram, and email that I get from listeners of the podcast and go over my own individual answers to these frequently asked questions. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. So the first question I often receive from listeners of the podcast are what are some common soft and technical skills asked by employers within the field of health informatics? And I would say some common skills include a relevant clinical degree or experience, strong communication skills, experience with data visualization tools, experience with database tools such as SQL, which stands for Structured Query Language, and knowledge of large-scale clinical data sets. So going step by step, first of all, relevant clinical degree or experience. Now this might often be asked by employers because oftentimes you might be in meetings with clinicians, and you want to have an understanding of what questions would be best to ask them to help frame the requirements that they might be requesting to you in terms of a data product. So, for example, if you were going to build a dashboard or report that was going to identify who might be at most risk for remission back to hospital, you might want to ask clinicians, you know, what are the general characteristics of individuals who tend to be remitted back to the hospital? Do they tend to be on several... Types of medications? Is it, do you tend to see older patients? So, being able to frame your questions to them in a clinical perspective might be one of the reasons why many employers are looking for those who have relevant clinical degree or past experience working as a nurse or a pharmacy technician. The second point, often requested by employers, such as strong communication skills, links to the first point is that you'll commonly be in meetings asking questions, presenting your results, and being able to have strong communication skills and be able to communicate your ideas to an audience that might not have a technical background is key in this role. The third point, experience with data visualization tools. This could look like experience with tools such as Power BI, Excel, Tableau, because oftentimes you'll be working with raw data and to be able to get your point across or convince others of a certain point being able to present this raw data in a format which is easily un- easily understandable can be done in the forms of charts and graphs and so mastery of some of these data visualization tools could also be beneficial for a role in health informatics the next point experience with database tools such as sql is important because when it comes to manipulating and cleaning this raw data understanding how to apply sql queries to the raw data is helpful when it comes to doing a deep dive or analysis into the data and really starting to investigate this clinical data. And then lastly, knowledge of large-scale clinical data sets. So being able to pivot and manipulate dates that might be incorrectly formatted. So just having these analytical tools, especially when it comes to cleaning the data and some of the tactics that you might have, maybe prior experience working as a research assistant when it comes to analyzing these large clinical data sets is also beneficial and might be a skill that employers are looking for. So these are just some common soft and technical skills that you might see often posted on several job descriptions when it comes to roles in the health informatics field. And one of the benefits to this is that many of these skills can be self-taught. So again, if you're looking to pivot into this role, you might have had prior experience in a clinical role, And you're looking to pivot into the health informatics field, you can download a tool like Power BI Desktop for free. You can start to play around with the tool, get a sense of how to present data. And there's many different wonderful YouTube channels that are really focused on how to improve your data analytics skills. There are courses on Coursera and Udemy that are really focused on helping you to develop your analytical skills. And there are courses that you can take as well too. So there are many low-cost and free options to help you develop your analytical skills or your technical skills if you're looking to pivot into this field. When it comes to your soft skills in terms of your communication skills, this can be honed by joining clubs like Toastmasters or volunteering to present topics in your current place of work and just being able to communicate difficult concepts in a way that is easily understandable to a large audience is really where the bulk of those soft skills can be formed. Now, the next commonly asked question I receive is, do you have to work in a technical role in health informatics? And I would say that this is not true. There are some, you know, fully technical roles where you'll be writing SQL queries, and then developing dashboards or reports using data visualization tools. But there are also roles that are solely focused on improving the clinical workflow that clinicians carry out on their day-to-day tasks, such as improving patient scheduling, improving medication ordering. And some of these job titles include things like an EHR analyst. EHR stands for Electronic Health Record Analyst. You might be working for a large electronic health record vendor, such as Epic or Cerner. And you'll be employed by them to go to different hospitals to implement the system and answer any questions that clinicians have about the system and how it's being used. Or you might be employed within your own hospital. And this might be look and this might look like you first working as a super user. And this is an individual, usually a clinician who has greater access to technology or documentation on a specific software that's implemented in the hospital. And you might be training clinical staff. So it might look like you starting out working as a super user and then transitioning to a EHR role where you are hired by the hospital to train staff on software and communicate any issues that are communicated to you by the clinicians to the third party software company. And so in that case, you wouldn't have to necessarily do any programming or data analytics. You're going start working with the software and using your clinical experience to improve the workflow within the healthcare organization. Now, the next question that I often receive is, does this field offer remote work options? And so this is one where, you know, it highly depends. Depends on your geographic location, depends on the size of your organization, depends on many different Things, oftentimes you'll be working with sensitive healthcare data, which has personal health information, and there'll be certain restrictions around that. So definitely depends. I would suggest when you're in the interview stage, really getting a sense of what is required from you. Does this organization have more flex roles where you can go into the office once a month or twice a week and really get a sense from the beginning, what will be the requirements of you when it comes to being in the office? I would think more healthcare startups, if you're working more in the data science, healthcare analytics phase, would it have more of a culture around remote work? You might wanna look into healthcare startups because oftentimes they are more flexible when it comes to working remotely. Now, the next question that I often get when it comes to starting your career in health informatics and how one can pivot is do people transition from other careers into this field i'd say that this is a big yes i've done on this podcast several interviews from nurses and people who've had a background in public health who've transitioned into health informatics and if you're interested in exploring that further i did an interview with Jennifer Lewis who works as a senior nurse manager in nursing informatics on the podcast titled how to break into the nursing informatics field with no experience and i'll leave a link to that episode in the show notes of the episode below so definitely you know if you have a background as a dentist working as a pharmacy technician a nurse you can really use your past clinical experience to work in either the roles that i've talked about before so you can work in fields improving the clinical workflow in the hospital Or you can learn some of these technical skills such as SQL, Power BI, and transition into working as a healthcare analyst or health informatics analyst where you're analyzing the clinical data and building reports or dashboards to help and aid clinicians when it comes to making decisions. And so the last question that I often get across different platforms is where should I look for jobs? And it makes a lot of sense because this field is relatively new, it's not as established as other fields like project management or business analysis. And it can be difficult to understand where should I first get started. You can see like an insurmountable challenge just to wade through all the information online. So one thing I would really try and emphasize when it comes to getting your first role in this field is really try to build up your network. Oftentimes, in healthcare organizations will want to hire from within. And so it can be very challenging and frustrating and a long process when it comes to getting that first role in health informatics, just because this field can be quite niche and there may not be as many roles as other positions. So if you currently work in a healthcare organization, I would suggest, you know, either going to the IT department or the business intelligence and reporting department and making connections with your colleagues in these departments. See if there's any job shadow options and really get a sense of what skills they are looking for. If you don't have any connections within a healthcare organization, you might want to go on LinkedIn and search for people who have job titles such as a clinical analyst or a clinical decision support analyst in your area. And try and understand what certifications or experience they have and potentially try and replicate that on your own. You can also join large-scale health informatics organizations and volunteer for them, such as HIMSS, which stands for Healthcare Information and Management Systems Society. There are often chapters all over the world, and there might be one that's near to you. And this could be a good option because oftentimes these large-scale health informatics organizations will have connections with job recruiting sites, and they will have these jobs listed on their websites, and often they're very much tailored to health informatics. So again, there's a lot of information to wade through. And if you'd like to do more of a deep dive into getting started in your first role in health informatics, I wrote an ebook that I will link in the show notes below as well. So that's all for today. These are some of the most commonly asked questions that I get across the various different platforms. And I'd love to hear from you. Is there anything that I've missed and anything that you've wondered about? I'd love to answer it. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to the Health Analytic Insights podcast. I'd love to hear from you about topics I should cover in future episodes. Please consider subscribing and leaving a review. Have a wonderful day.